Hey, hey, everyone, welcome to this episode of the Cody's Car Conundrum Podcast. Today, we're reading an article that I actually eventually made a video about on YouTube. The title is, just is just how small is the Camaro's interior? So, a little bit of backstory on this. I wrote this article. I've heard a lot of complaints about the 6th Gen Camaro's interior. And I was like, how bad is it really? Like, ju just how bad is it? And so that kind of inspired me to make this article. Like, okay, well, let's compare it to A, its competitors, and B, one car that is notoriously said to have a fairly tight slash cramped interior. Which, if you know if you know anything about me, you already know what it is. The results are quite, they're really quite interesting, though, so I'd, I'd encourage you to stick around. So let's get into this article. Story time. I went to the Denver Auto Show last year during a press day, and I stopped to, to I stopped to sit inside a Camaro ZL11LE for a few minutes. I'm not a tall guy, 5'3", but the interior of the Camaro felt pretty small even for me. Fast forward a bit, and I got to sit inside a Viper ACRE. After I got comfortable, I mused to myself how Camaro-ish the Viper's interior felt, in terms of size, obviously. It's been a while since those encounters, but I'm finally going to see just how small the Camaro's interior is. Before we, be, before we begin, I should clarify some things first. Number one, I'm using Autoblog's numbers. And number two, I'm going to be breaking up the interior measurements. Legroom will get its own section, headroom will get its own section, etc. Without further ado, let's begin with the first measurement. Front Legroom. The Viper has 42.7 inches of front legroom. The Camaro has 43.9 inches of front legroom. The Camaro has a good 1.2 inches on the Viper in this area. I don't, I don't think anyone would be or ever should be surprised by the fact the Camaro has more legroom than the Viper. However, I do think it's worth noting that the difference is only by 1.2 inches, and that's surprising in its own right. Front headroom. The Viper has 37 inches of front headroom, which really in the Viper there's only going to be front headroom, but still... The Camaro has 39 inches of front headroom. Back then, it was kind of obvious that the Camaro had more headroom than the Viper. Now I know by how much. A full 2 inches. And by back then, I mean when I had sat in the Camaro at that time. Front shoulder room. The Viper, 53 inches of front shoulder room. The Camaro has 55 inches of front shoulder room. Once again, the Viper is beat in this area too. By another 2 inches nonetheless. To be brutally honest, I'm surprised the Viper even managed to get past 50 inches for shoulder room. Which, I still am. Luggage capacity. The Viper has 40, 14, sorry, not 40, 14.7 cubic feet of storage. The Camaro has 9.1 cubic feet of storage. And I've seen the trunk on a 6th gen Camaro. It is pitiful how small it is. There have been many a comment about the Camaro about how the Camaro's trunk is a true disappointment. Most of which say the most of which most of which say the trunk is the trunk opening is a weird shape and the trunk itself isn't very deep at all. Mind you, those comments have also been applied to the Viper. How Chevrolet managed to make the Camaro's trunk that much smaller than the Viper's sorry, than a Viper's, I'll never know. In any case, this is a fun tidbit you can share with your friends. Trust me, that piece of info will make you fun at parties. Anyway, what we've proven is that the Camaro is bigger than the Viper in every conceivable metric except for luggage capacity. Despite that, there's a caveat. The interior measurements are only in the Camaro's favor by one, by one to two inches. Don't get me wrong, every inch counts. But we're still talking about a car that nudges the Viper out by a relatively small margin. No wonder people are complaining the interior is claustrophobic. It's not much bigger than a Viper's interior. Which also gets the same claustrophobic comments, if you didn't know. 
At this point, you're probably saying, okay, sure, the interior, size of the, uh, the interior size of the Camaro isn't that much bigger than the Vipers. Why not compare the Camaro to its rivals, though? Wouldn't that make more sense? Don't worry, we'll be answering those questions, too. I just wanted to answer a question I had for a little while. Now that I have, it is absolutely time to move on to more sensible comparisons. And then I had a Robert Downey Jr. meme that said, thank God, this kid just wanted to cram the Viper into another article, which is kind of true. When talking about a car to rival the Camaro, the Mustang comes up immediately. The Challenger has also been lumped in with the two pony cars, despite being significantly bigger. So what the hey, let's throw that, let's throw them into the mix as well. It'll be interesting, it'll be interesting to see how all three stack up against each other. Quick note, I'll be using more measurements for the three muscle cars, as there are more available for all three than there were for the Viper. Good, good. Let's get started. Front leg room, the Camaro. 43.9 inches, the Mustang 44.5 inches, the Challenger 42.0 inches. I know, I don't understand how the Challenger has less leg room either. I especially don't understand how it has less room than the Viper by 0.7th of an inch, but sorry, by 0.7 of an inch. No matter, the winner in this aspect is the Mustang, albeit not by much as I was expecting. Front headroom, the Camaro, 39 inches, the Mustang, 38 inches, the Challenger, 39 inches. Surprisingly, the Camaro is on par with the Challenger for headroom, for front headroom. In this case, it can't really be said that the reason the interior in the Camaro feels so small is because of the lack of headroom, at the very least not in comparison to those two cars. Front shoulder room, the Camaro has 55 inches, the Mustang has 56 inches, and the Challenger has a whopping 59 inches! Seems we've found the area where the, Camaro is in, where the Camaro is inferior to its competition. There isn't a big gap between the Mustang and Camaro, which is good, but the gap, the sheer gap between the pair of them and the Challenger is far more significant. For crying out loud, the Challenger has nearly five inches on the Camaro. Far more significant indeed. Front hip room. Front hip room. The Camaro has 55 inches. The Mustang has 55 inches. The Challenger also has 55 inches, all more or less identical. Luggage capacity. The Camaro has, as we've said before, a pitiful 9.1 cubic feet of storage of luggage capacity. The Mustang has 13.5 cubic feet of luggage capacity, and the Challenger has 16.2 cubic feet of luggage capacity. Anyone who knows anything about the Camaro won't be surprised by those results. The Mustang is a surprise, though. The Viper, for crying out loud, has more cubic feet than it does. What a weird, what a weird world we live in. Anyway, the Challenger bested all of them, including the Viper, comfortably. With the Camaro appearing to be so darn small, I bet getting in the trunk would be a problem, even for me! I didn't actually get in the trunk in that video that I did later, because the Chevrolet representatives were not far away. But, I still think it would be quite difficult for me even then. At this point, it might be expected for me to end the article right now and conclude by saying the numbers have solved the question proposed at the beginning of this journey. However, I'm not going to do that. There's more There's more nuance to the situation and the numbers. Sorry, and the... There's more nuance to the situation, and the numbers are only telling half of the truth. Numbers are good, but they don't give nuance. Take the Viper's luggage capacity, for example. Despite the Viper's, Viper's cubic, cubic feet of storage being, being numerically bigger, oh wow, I typed on that sentence, being numerically bigger than the Mustangs, the hatch opening and cargo area have an odd shape. Another good example of nuance is horsepower numbers. Let's say four cars have 600 horsepower. One is naturally aspirated, one is turbocharged, one is supercharged, and one is a mild hybrid. All have the same horsepower, but that 600 horsepower isn't made in the same way. The power bands can be different, the torque output can be different, etc. I feel this logic can be applied to the Camaro's interior as well. 
While some of the numbers are similar to the Mustang Challenger and Viper, the design and ergonomics are different, and not for the better. This might explain, outside of the numbers, why the interior space has been criticized so hard by the press. At least, that's my opinion. Tell me what you think in the comments below. I do hope you enjoyed this article. I will see you soon. And that's pretty much it. I, I answered the question of, well, really the entire interior, and then later on YouTube I would go on to just do the trunk space. And that was... That was a good video, actually. But anyway, what do you think? I do hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening on Podbean, please like, follow, and share the podcast and or the episode. If you're listening on YouTube, like, comment, share, and subscribe. And if you do subscribe, hit the notification bell. That way you're notified. That way you're notified of every upload. You have to hit the all notifications for that, though, now. If you're listening on Spotify, like the episode, give the podcast a follow, and maybe share it. If you want to listen to the podcast on the road but do not have or want the Podbean mobile app, then just boot up Spotify before you go, type in Cody's Car Conundrum in the search bar, and then listen to whatever episode that tickles your fancy. I hope you enjoyed. I will see you all next time.